The following episode might contain sensitive content that you might not be comfortable listening to. This will include topics such as self-harm, suicide, and alcoholism. If any of these things or anything related might disturb you, please proceed with caution or click off the video now. What makes you so afraid of being the person you were or the person that you are going into something new? Hello. My name is Hazy, Who Killed Hazy, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Only Rainy Days podcast. Um, In typical fashion, I guess at this point, it's becoming normality, excuse me, for mentioning this. I I never have a lot written down for what I'm going to talk about this episode. I know for a fact, because I never end up changing it as much as I like to convince myself that I will or that I might. This episode is named Be Yourself. This episode is named Be Yourself. And the only notes I have written down is relationships and keeping yourself. So with that being said, I can essentially slide this journal of ideas and thoughts to the side because I want to lean into that. I want to lean into that. It was brought to my attention um, tonight, brought up a little bit late because I meant to record this a lot sooner not the best with scheduling but someone talked to someone talked to me about the idea of keeping yourself in relationships keeping a strong sense of self keeping yourself uh i don't think the word grounded is one that is necessarily um keen to this topic but we all have a tendency as much as you like to admit it to bend to whoever you're talking to whether it be to your friends or I think more so in the context of what it was brought up to me as who you're talking to romantically and I don't see that as a bad thing let me just let me put down the groundworks for that thought first and foremost easily I do not see it as a bad thing to change yourself for who you're talking to in fact I think it's almost necessary yeah it's necessary it's 100 necessary to be honest you cannot whoever you are right now will not mesh perfectly with who you want to be you have to make a certain set of changes to both who you are as a person and maybe even your ideals to fit someone it is not to say that you're changing yourself just because you want to be with them but you realize that who you are and what you're harboring within yourself as yourself is not truly combat compatible with people, whatever that might look like. You might be someone who is so used to, I guess, being alone, so used to self-validation where you have to realize that I need to drop that. I need to become someone who is able to better communicate how I feel or even just drop how I feel about certain topics to not necessarily mesh with this person better but to just be a better person basically just to be a better person better person excuse me that came out slurred there's no problem with that but you have to understand your limits because there are people in times who are I guess, for lack of better words in this moment, quite honestly, 
so desperate to be who someone wants them to be that they end up losing their sense of self. They end up doing and being someone who they aren't simply to keep this one individual around. Is that healthy? It's a, that's a case by case type of situation. But I believe ones that are so radical in which that you realize and you have, you know, that sit down talk with yourself. I don't even recognize what I'm doing or who I am right now. That's when you should realize that what you're doing is a little bit unhealthy. So let me take a step back. Let me take a step back. Let's approach this topic piece by piece. Let, let's approach this piece by piece. So we're trying to keep this um, relatively linear. And I say relative based on my um, history of just kind of ranting and hoping it makes sense. So what what does it look like? What does it look like to have a healthy change in yourself? when trying to not not only like relate or appease someone but like what's a healthy change that someone can influence in you because that's the most important part of changing yourself especially for or quote-unquote for someone else you want it to be a situation you want it to be a scenario where whoever you might be at the end of it is for the better I mean, that's the whole point of talk to people, whether it be romantically or purely platonically. You want to become a better person, whether you know it or not. And the and the conversations, the interactions you've had with people throughout your life is the reason why you are who you are at this moment. For better or for worse, that takes a level of deep diving and digging for you to figure out but you are a large conglomeration essentially of who you have talked to and all your prior experiences but what does it look like to be better what does it mean to change yourself from someone by because of someone excuse me there's a lot of late a lot of ways to look at it and in a general sense, it comes down to what what views do you not hold as strongly? Rather it be just, this is how I see it, and this isn't something that I necessarily, this isn't something that I hold on to, this is something that I am, or how I see it, to something that I actually want to change, or I think should be changed, I just don't know the way to do it or you know someone might even present information to you and you decide like oh the way I've been seeing it all along is wrong like to be personal about it because I always want to do that I thought I had it all figured out I thought when I thought based on my character when I entered my first relationship one individual, romantic one, even though this is quite the dramatic case to bring up as a first example, I believe that I was one to 
always tried to make um like a sacrifice because I thought I was always one to be comfortable with changing who I am and what I do for someone else's sake um a martyrdom a crash dummy anything along that type of sense I thought I was fully capable able and welcoming of such changes I realized um from you know conversations with my partner at the time that the way that I talk to people and essentially people who quote unquote fit the demographic that I told them I was interested in they weren't comfortable with it didn't matter that that's how I just I just thought I was having regular conversation with them they real they are they they saw patterns and they was like hey hazy um you know what's going on with you and this person and they kind of they brought it up very nicely and the more I talked to other people the more I realized that that conversation with my partner at the time went very smoothly they just brought it up with the way that you talk to them the cadence in your word choice and the way that you say things comes off in a way that makes me slightly uncomfortable and at the time I just thought it was just like oh that's just how I talk to everyone like why are you getting so why are you getting so offended why are you being so defensive where is this coming from this makes no sense I'm just talking and it took a little it took a if I I could not be lying when I said it took me more than five minutes for me to I, I would be I would be lying if I said it took me more than five minutes for me to realize no I do have a certain way I talk to people who quote-unquote fit a certain type of demographic doesn't matter if I'm even interested in them or not I do talk to people very differently depending on you know a roll of the dice context so I took that information I was just like okay let me let me adjust give me please give me time to adjust because if it comes off that way I don't want it to come off that way maybe I'm yeah I, I see some room for me to try to you know change the way I speak a little bit maybe I do x y and z that makes it feel as if i'm doing something quote-unquote seductively or you know seems like if i have interest in someone even though i didn't that's just how i viewed how i talk to people but i'm a lot more louder and i guess more careless about my word choice when it's someone that i guess in their eyes doesn't pose a threat to them so it's just like okay let me let me get more comfortable in my skin let me just try to change that that was an easy change to make for myself and I think it bettered me in general because especially with further conversations with other individuals especially ones that fit that quote-unquote demographic yeah they they sometimes got lost in the idea that it seemed as if I was interested and it was just the way that I was speaking that's an easy that's an easy change to make in my in my um experience with it that's okay that's okay but 
what's not okay and trying to, you know, dive farther into what I mean by this is you need to set a parameter. You need to set a list of ideas, whether it be because you don't want it to be intruded or you see it as core to yourself or things that you quite honestly don't want to change. You need to figure out what are these things that you do not want to be challenged. And if you find those things that you don't want to be challenged, you need to figure them out if you don't already and stay true to them because you want to be yourself. You don't as much as it is nice to be a people pleaser, as nice as it is to be someone that people can just hear the quote unquote correct things from and feel validations for their actions and their feelings. You are still your own person at the end of the day. You are still your own person, your own feelings, your own thoughts, your own experiences. And anything that treads on that type of feeling is one to not be held onto. If it's a friend or, you know, a romantic partner, then it needs to be conversation. If someone outside of those two tries to tread on them, fuck them. Fuck them, get rid of them. Don't even look back on them. But if you care about them, then maybe there should be some conversation. Maybe maybe they still need to be tweaked a little bit. But at the end of the day, if it's something that you are willing to essentially die on, a hill you're willing to die on, die on it. Don't let them tell you otherwise. You need to be your own person first and foremost because people people mold you. People don't make you. That is the very big difference. You are one giant ball of a person because of everything you have had to go through. The trauma, the feelings, the relationships, Everything is a part of who you are, but it does not make you and it doesn't make you because not every person takes the same things and the same experiences and the same feelings home as someone else. You have to still be your, you have to be yourself. You have to be yourself. So if someone tries to impede on it, you need to have that conversation. If you feel 100% in the example I gave that that's just how you talk to people and so and your partner is just like I don't like the way that that sounds you tell them I don't know what I can do for you because that's just how I talk to everyone if it's a friend and I'm trying to pull the best example I can out of my head for what a friend could even say in this type of scenario but let's just say you know a friend introduces you to one of their friends and the way that you just talk is just like you know friend a is getting feeling the type of way it's just like are you trying to get with my friend right now and you tell them no and it's just like don't go like no you need to change the way you talk to them no if that's who you are stand on it whatever you feel like stand on it if someone wants you to be less emotional you know, if you feel like you're a very emotional person, if you feel as if when things happen, it hits you to your core and that's who you are. It's not your emotions are not one to control you, but it is no, it's just like, 
this is a scenario. This is a situation that is bothering me. This is one that I'm feeling right now. And, you know, yeah, sure, maybe it's taking a toll on other things right now, but I just need to deal with it because this is just one that holds such bearing to my life and stand on it, hear what someone has to say. Maybe, maybe you're overthinking it just a little bit. But if you see your feelings as true, then stand on it, stand on it, stand on it unapologetically. There are too many moments where people start to change the way that they feel, change the way that they think, because someone has somehow convinced them that what they feel isn't, it isn't valid. That's the big problem. And that's where a lot of shifting in personality comes from. You start to have self-doubt about how you feel about a situation or in general, someone tells you either how they want you to feel or how they see it. And as a result, you end up changing yourself for them because you don't, maybe you don't want to lose them. Maybe you don't want to lose this image that you have in front of them. Maybe you just in the moment believe that what they believe is correct or what they want for you is correct. And there's no problem with, you know, exploring those thoughts because, I mean, at the end of the day, life is confusing. Life is a balancing act. Maybe they're onto something. But if you explore it, it makes no sense. But they keep forcing you to see it this way to the point where you feel forced to because you don't want to lose them. Lose them. Lose them. It's a, that's the harsh truth. That is the harsh reality. That is the harsh truth about life as it is. Because life is too short. Life is too desolate. Life is quite honestly too annoying to try to sit there and appease the first person that will show you the love and comfort that you deserve. And once again, it's not to say you should drop everything for the first person that tells you each and every feeling you feel is correct. There's a balance to it. Figure out what you feel as if, even if it's in the moment, you are willing to adjust. But find that small set of values that under no circumstance you are willing to adjust. If you are one to be very passionate if you're one to be very vocal about how you love someone and that you love them and you want to send them you know long paragraphs and do each and everything to just always assure them that you love them you know you want to send roses you want to send food you want to write out long paragraphs in moments that you that you two are not around and they just see it as a sign as of quote-unquote weakness or it's just like oh that's just that's not how you know my man should act or that's not how my woman should act fuck them be yourself be yourself be yourself unapologetically because on top of it with those if you can identify those small small medium large amount of qualities and quantities that you decide are core to who you are and 
it's not an quote-unquote inherently, you know, a problem to most people, then that's something that you should stand on. That's something you should stand on. You should be yourself because there are too... There's just too many moments where people lose themselves for others. When people get heartbroken, I mean, there's a lot of scenarios, majority of scenarios where it's just like, I lost someone that feels that was someone, is someone that, you know, one of the two that cared about me. It feels as if no one cares for me. On some hands, it turns into... I turned into, I became someone I didn't, I wasn't. And the person that I turned into this person for is no longer with me. And that just leads to a form of devastation that people end up feeling at times when relationships start to crumble. It's just like, oh man. I just changed a lot of things, you know. I changed the way I talk, the way I walk, the way I dress. I ended up losing, you know, a couple of friends in the midst. I ended up, you know, becoming something that I would have never saw for myself. And only in the midst of losing someone because they didn't they didn't understand their own self value. Now they understand that they're lost individuals. They have to rebuild themselves from scratch even further than the average individual that just gets broken up with. I know what that feeling is to lose someone that, you know, you care for. It, it might be more formed than other people, but I know what that feeling feels like at the end of the day. But... I have always been someone to I never wanted to lose myself one because I believed in what I say and who I am but two I know I knew that and I'm a little bit wrong for doomsday prepping but I knew that if anything went wrong I didn't want to have to pick up the scraps of myself I didn't want to build a glass house around someone and then have them run through it. I wanted, I didn't want myself to be in shards. So it's a lot easier on top of it to just realize that a piece, a segment of an extension of yourself is gone. Then changing yourself for someone so much in which that it becomes who you are. Because when you change yourself for someone completely and honestly and only for themselves do you realize how much power and control that they have on your health and your well-being and what you do throughout your days and as a little bit of a doomsday statement if they ever decide to leave you'll be even more broken as an individual than you could have ever imagined just from losing someone that cared about your existence if not loved your existence it's a damning feeling it's a damning fucking feeling because what do you do what do you do when you build your self-image and your self-worth in the basculus of someone else and then they kick you out of it 
you have to you you start from scratch. You have to start from scratch. Is it for better or for worse? Only time will tell. Some some people turn fall into some nasty pitfalls just out of pure spite and hatred for what has happened to them prior to they get out of a nasty relationship where they turn into someone who they aren't. They lose that one person and then they hold a heart full of hatred for the rest of their life. In the same sense, some people could change for someone. They leave them and they just fully end up learning and recovering and bouncing back and finding someone that truly loves them for who they are. Life offers many different options. It's truly up to you. It's truly up to you to figure out what is the quote-unquote best solution, best outcome from whatever you are tasked with. I've seen individuals turn from scholars into essentially nobodies trying to live up trying to live up a facade that they could not live up to in the same sense i can think of it right now there was this one guy in high school and i remember him and honestly his relationship is one that i think is a positive light in trying to or end up being someone that you aren't I knew this one dude in high school I'm not gonna say his name for obvious reasons but he's always been a nerd and there's no there's no problem with nerds all right I'm just gonna clear the air on that there's no problem with you know being invested being self-invested in the things that you care about things that you love and academics and specifically I believe it was computer science so it mattered a lot to him he was one to always and i truly meet like he's the type of person you cheat off of on tests he was he was that guy he was that dude that just always studied a lot and I believe during junior year or something like that I don't remember exactly and it doesn't matter to me but I remember at some point during our school years together he started dating this one girl and it's not to say that, you know, she wasn't trying her best or anything like that, but she wasn't like a comparison to the dude. She wasn't quote unquote anything. She was, you know, several math levels below him, maybe even several science classes below him. The dude was just insane and she was just doing her best to, you know, just be herself. But they started dating. And when I first saw that they were dating, I was just like, oh, you know, so-and-so are together. Like, that's, I would have never expected that, especially with, like, you know, everything I understood about them personally. Like, that's, that's a little bit weird. But, you know, sure enough, you know, a couple years or so at, out of high school, I'm just, I'm sitting in my friend's college room talking about how they're still a couple to this day. The dude in the relationship never lost himself. He's still a nerd to this day. Going to a college he chose to go to, being the person he wanted to be. In the same sense, the girl that he chose, this, the girl that chose to be with him, because it's been years since they've been together. I'm pretty sure to this day they're still together. She, I guess she, at least in public perception, 
she changed herself because I never saw her as a studious type, especially one in comparison to the guy that she's dating. But she a lot better for it. She challenged the parts of herself that she felt as if she could challenge areas where she felt like she could be better. And as a result, she proved me and quite honestly, everyone around her and their relationship way different. I just thought he just chose, you know, whatever you're interested in. And quite honestly, I'm looking forward to it. I hope they stay together. I hope they end up marrying each other because he found his, he found himself a wife. He found himself someone who not only loved him, loved him enough to challenge all the parts that she felt like she could challenge and became the person that she could be. It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful example in my head of people adapting around each other and just adapting into relatively better portions of themselves instead of one that Instead of someone that falls into relatively toxic, you know, stereotypes and toxic mind frames and relationship ideas, because I don't want to say the odds were 50 50, but in the same way that she ended up adapting herself and changing herself into someone that would be more, not only more compatible with who he is as a person, but on, that also advances her as a person. She could have turned into someone that just abused him until high until, you know, didn't they didn't have to go to the same school together. She could have just used them for help in whatever she needed for the moment and then just snapped her fingers, disappeared. She got what she wanted and he's left heartbroken. They worked it out. They worked it out together. It's a perfect sign of two people coming together for not only i guess a common goal but a overall progressive goal as individuals but yeah they just did it they just did it they just figured it out there's too many examples of people breaking themselves for others and breaking each other and yeah it's a lot of situations people get stuck in very toxic relationships and people get stuck in these relationships for whatever reason i don't want to say that one reason is more valid than the other but some people are afraid to leave due to legitimate physical harm in which if that's the case i i'd recommend please go see the proper authorities about that situation i'm sure something in your jurisdiction can deal with those type of feelings and if not talk to someone maybe they can refer you to someone with it i hope that you're not stuck in a situation that that might lead to domestic abuse if not assault but some people are stuck in relatively mental captive situations some people feel as if they're being controlled or top of it some people are so lost or so afraid of losing someone that has provided them with some type of feeling that they'll stick with them until they finally essentially break out of that toxic mindset some people will stick with someone regardless of how mentally abusive they are until they realize that they 
not only can they do better, they are better. They finally regressed too much because this person is holding them too, too far back. And things like that, things like that. You you want to you want to be yourself. Recognize, please, please, by all means, it'll save you and anyone that you choose to be involved with. Again, romantically or platonically, it'll save them insane amount of time if you decide and you realize these are my flaws. I want to get better at them. Whether you get better at them privately or you bring them up to someone, whatever feels comfortable to you. Like personally, I have I have no problem with expressing the fact to people that I have severe trust issues. That is that is my that is my biggest issue with building relationships. I have very strong trust issues. I can't trust words and not and even actions that people do. There's always a voice in my head second guessing. And I'm I'm I tr- I do my best to be upfront and honest about it. And luckily enough, because I realize now, especially with the amount of years I've put into it, the best thing that I could find in people who are actively in my corner and actively trying to help me and fix it with it, they don't have to say outright, oh, I can change you. Oh, I can make it where, you know, you will trust me 24-7. No. They just do things. They just do things that make it very easy for me to realize that this is still a show I'm dealing with. But they allow me to be myself. They just try to crack. They try to crack my codes in the way that they might be a locksmith. They don't have to destroy what I have. They just find their way to work around it and infiltrate anyway. And those are my best relationships. Those are my best relationships, my strongest relationships. The ones that don't get mad at me because I don't feel comfortable saying certain things to them. The ones that don't get mad because I'm uncomfortable being a type of way. I might get a I might get a message or like a text from someone, just, you know, a day or two after something happened, being, "Hey, I saw the way you were looking. I saw the way you were talking. I realized you weren't." you know you're invested or you might be a little bit too uncomfortable you know saying that i could do for you how are you feeling how are you doing um even in like in the moment situations i've had my best friend of all fucking time of all time i've had him he's pulled me to the side and we talked about it after the situation occurred but i've had him in social situations he'll start to just he sees the shell that I'm blocked in. And instead of just, you know, pulling me to the side and being like, hey, fucking talk to these people or I'm going to get pissed with you. He'll just help me ease out of my shell. He'll start to introduce me to people and say things and manage that he knows I understand to just get me to be like, oh, the people I'm around, they're not 
demons. They're not people who I should be afraid of. These are just other people looking for good times. And I can do that. The best friends that you can have in relationships, both platonically and romantically, are ones that at the very least, if they try to get you out of the shells and the feelings that you have, are the ones that do it in which is comfortable to you. In the same sense, you have to be comfortable with pushing certain boundaries. If you feel hellbent on the way, feel hellbent on it and don't relent for any reason because that should be core to yourself. But you need to realize what are you what is worth fighting for in your own self of self identity and what isn't. Don't hold on to things that are relatively stupid like one that always comes to mind and you know it's a it's pretty it's asinine in itself but like let's just say you hold a certain feeling about i know a perfect example or not perfect but you know it once it works let's say that you're an individual that really loves michael jordan and you find someone that is a very big LeBron James fan. All right. Yeah, sure. Those two individuals are massive topics on, you know, who's the best in insert situation, you know, playing basketball in the sense. Who's the MVP? Who's your GOAT? Are you really going to let something as superficial as that really determine your friendships and relationship with someone else? It doesn't. That's a that's a stance that you should not hold. It doesn't. It's not one that's actually crucial to you. It's not one that makes you, not one that made you, not one that plays a massive part in your history, and it never will. Now, if something that, you know, is crucial to who you are, such as, uh, brain, do me, do me well here. If you were someone to hold very carefully to yourself as, I don't want to hear a certain type of joke. You know, you set your clear boundary. I don't like this situation being joked about, whether it be in general or it is one that is a legitimate trigger to yourself. You know, you have situations, you you have situations you have had gone through certain situations where it's just like, if I hear this being brought up, I'm going to be in a bad mood and not just because I don't like to hear it. It's weird and it's nasty and disgusting. But this legitimately causes a lot of harm to me. And someone brings it up over and over and over again. It's better to just let them go. You need to hold yourself up. You need to be you need to be there for yourself. That's the most important part of boundaries in relationships. You have to be yourself. You have to be your own person. You have to be you have to be your own biggest advocate for your own feelings on top of it. Never let someone change you. Never let someone never let someone change you too much. Never let someone let make you be someone you don't want to be, especially for the certain things that you have decided is one that is not up for discussion. Many things are not up for discussion. And if someone breaks that boundary, there's no reason to hold on to them. Just It doesn't matter 
if they're going through something at the time or not. If you can't have that conversation, it's like, I know you're going through something, but I don't want to hear that. If they can't respect it, fuck them. Move on. Move on. You need to do what is right for yourself. Be yourself. Especially in relationships. Because if you change yourself for someone that you're in an emotional relationship with, you'll just you'll be double times broken. I promise you. I can't I can't say it as one from experience, but I can say say it being the spectator for many people who have done a lot of drastic things just to keep someone else around. Especially at least in their scenario where they change themselves for someone who still saw them as disposable at the end of the day. It's a weird feeling. It's a real it's a weird feeling. But even if they weren't disposable at the time, you just there's no reason. There's no reason to hold on to someone who's just gonna rot you and bring you down and turn you into someone or something you don't want to be. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. It's a... You'll end up with less of yourself, and especially if what who you're trying to change yourself for breaks apart, you'll have to pick up all the shards. You have to figure out where you left on, where you left off, why you left off. You have to remember who you left off for. And you'll find yourself again. I have full faith in it. But it's better to just avoid it at all costs. Just stay true to yourself. Do the things you want to do. Be the person you want to be. Find your boundaries. Find your ideals and concepts you are willing to challenge. Such as just talking to more people. Being more comfortable with their friends. But when your limits are found, when you find out what you don't want to hear, what you don't want to say, what you don't want to experience, and people try to push you on it, let them go. They will cause no more than just harm to yourself. It is very, very important to forever, forever, forever be yourself.